0: Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Marriage Podcast. It's your girl, Tova Jones, also known as the wife of the therapist.
1: And it's your boy, Sam Jones, known as the husband of a serial eclectic entrepreneur.
0: You better let him know. And together, we are the Jones Unit what's up everybody happy friday oh my goodness we are looking forward to the weekend it's about to be sunny it's about to be warm i can't wait
1: i can't wait either because uh, i have plans for us Mm -hmm. we are going mm, we are going (laughs) to get outside get our green thumbing on Mm -hmm. i'm doing this as a date day and enjoying getting in these trenches and putting stuff down
0: listen i don't even know if we should be doing this y'all listen my family suffers from allergies from the youngest on to the oldest well not me because i'm the oldest and i don't really have allergies but the rest of the jones clan they do so i'm giving everybody zyrtec Mm -hmm. you livy dixon can't have none yet but y'all, too, will be getting Zyrtec because I'm not here for all this sneezing, itchy eyes, sore throats going after we try to lay some gravel. We're going to be just
1: fine. Okay. And uh we are going to get out there and have some fun, mm-hmm. enjoy, and do some things that we should have done last year.
0: Yeah, last year, <laughs> y'all, our yard... <laughs> took a hit our yard took an L mostly because I was pregnant and I was not feeling it I didn't I was hot I no. I didn't want to be in the yard but this year I think we're gonna have a really really good time you guys I'm super excited about today's episode we are going to just chill out we felt like the last couple of weeks have been really heavy really really heavy and so we're just gonna lighten it up but before we get started y'all so i'm scrolling on facebook and i ran across this <laughs> i don't know it's a letter that someone sent in um talking about i have to get this off my chest so listen up and we're gonna discuss it okay now mind you it is it ain't graphic but it's kind of nasty nasty.
1: <laughs> nasty So y'all listen
0: y'all listen up okay The title is, My Wife Poops in the Shower. My wife poops in the shower and stumps it down the drain. Not a joke. She recently told me this, and I've been living with it for weeks now. She even broke the news to me while laughing about it. You know what a waffle stump is? She asked me as she laughed and laughed and laughed so hard till she started crying. I feel disgusted. And betrayed. I can't even look at her over breakfast anymore before I head off to work. And while at work, all I can do is wonder to myself, is she doing it right now? Apparently, this has been going on for years. Says she uses all the scented candles she obsessively buys online to mask the smell. All those Bath and Body Works candles. I work 12 to 15 hour days, so plenty of time to cover her stink. A few times we've had to snake the drain due to a clog. Now I know why. I'm not sure I can live this life anymore. So the- <laughs> yeah. So the question is. What becomes a deal breaker outside of like character and moral things? If this lady continues to poop in the shower and her husband just can't take it, is this do you think it's okay for this to be a deal breaker?
1: Number one. <laughs> Number one. Um Shouldn't even told. I would have be been like, Don't even say it, don't because now there's some mental imagery, even if the person stops doing it. It's going to stick with that husband and or wife in other case, until it just is burnt out that person's memory. Now it's instilled. Mm. Now it doesn't matter what you do because it's
0: it's nasty. Listen, it's nasty. I'm with you. I want to know how this conversation even came up. If she's been pooping in the shower for years, sis, this something you take to your grave until you get caught.
1: Don't tell me.
0: Yuck. So Sam. What? This will be a deal breaker for you.
1: Don't tell me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we supposed to be hot. We supposed to be humble, open, and transparent.
1: No, I ain't no humble, open, and transparent for that. That's that's just nasty. I don't really? want it I wouldn't wanna know. I wouldn't wanna be concerned about it. I wouldn't wanna go in my shower ooh, and think that I ooh. that's the reason something mm. could be
0: happening. I, I wouldn't wanna know. And for me, I would probably like I smell it. Like now I like every time I take a shower like I you pooped I smell it and he probably didn't even poop and I just be like it like like you said it's just ingrained in my brain now that you're pooping in the shower So step out of the shower and I know it's bad because that's the worst thing you done cleaned your body but st- oh that's disgusting ma'am I feel bad for that little husband He's 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 struggling. He talked about he can't live this life you no know, more. You know know what you
1: would have got from me. What damn
0: <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> you just you just found out how to use sound effects now.
1: No, I've been knowing how to use. I was <laughs> waiting for the right episode to use my sound effects.
0: Oh my goodness! Okay, y'all, that was the hot topic. So go and ask your boyfriend, your wife, your husband, whoever. If this would be a deal breaker for them, when I read this to Sam, he was totally disgusted. He was totally disgusted and totally over it. So I would love to hear what y'all would have to say, or what your spouses, or boyfriends, or girlfriends, whatever, have to say. But today, um, we are going to talk about actually small talk. Um, we were coming from an event on Thursday, and um, we were in a car. And we were literally having small talk and we weren't talking about anything specific. It was just kind of like small talk. And so from that, we were like, you know what? When you've been with somebody for a while, you stop having sometimes meaningful conversations or thought provoking conversations. I remember when we first started dating, every time we got on the phone with one another, we ended the conversation with a question. Or something that we wanted to learn about each other. Do you remember that, Sam? Mm -hmm. And when we got married, of course, that went away. We stopped asking questions about one another. So today, we are going to be the examples of certain questions. You could ask. You could ask your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend. To get a conversation going. To get a conversation going. now, we have not revealed what questions we're going to ask, Okay. Um, so this should be this should be fun, all right, Sam. All right.
1: you're up, oh, I'm up first. yeah, oh uh, we're gonna start with the fire then <sighs> um, the fire all right, so uh getting getting this thing going. I really think you should have started first, but uh here is my first question um for you. So thinking about the boom boom room, the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> the place of explicit and uh implicit desires mm-hmm. between um two people that love each other slash a married couple yeah um in this case uh, in
0: this case us yep okay what does satisfying sex
1: <laughs> mean to you <laughs>
0: Woo, all right jump right on out there you,
1: you put me first
0: um i think satisfying sex means to me a whole experience um a whole experience yeah and you said a whole a whole okay yes sure oh my God. <laughs> making sure we're saying the right <laughs> words all right a whole experience so sometimes i'm in the mood for foreplay and sometimes i am not mm-hmm I think good sex is just when we're in tune with each other, mm. like mind, body, soul, and spirit. And, um, I think that comes from working each other up all day. Right. I think it comes from us being intimate in ways. That's not even physical, like having good conversation and then, you know, you know. I love a good back rub and like a good foot rub and massage. Like when you start rubbing me and caressing me and touching me, and then it moves to like kissing and all yeah, of that yeah, yeah. good stuff. Yep. And then we just go, and it just climaxes right there. I that's that's it for me. So gotcha. like a whole experience. Experience. Got it. I heard a different
1: word, so I just wanted to make sure I was clarifying that on the airwaves.
0: There you go. All right, all right. So my question for you <laughs> is: my question for you is: when do you feel respected by me? Oof.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Now you're going to you're going to a whole a whole book of uh, the Egriches, the. Uh, Love and respect Mm -hmm. and workbook accompanying. Uh, Speaking of Grimes, Michigan. Uh, So I think when I I feel respected by you when you honor, um, and I can't just say like when you honor my manhood, but when you like literally um, like check in with me on different things, when you could make decisions on your own and you could take care of your business, but you still like, have the respect for me to be like, Hey babe, I was thinking about mm, this.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: a lot of times it's how you put, diff- put things in the tone that you use, which we've talked about. And also in the way that you're hoping to navigate an issue or problem, even if you don't need me, I appreciate when you do involve me. Yeah. Some guys are like, just make a decision and figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'm the guy to be like, yo, I want to know what's going on mm-hmm. and I want to at least be informed. Yeah. That's respect to me. Um, Also like, Respect for me also looks like doing acts of service. I know that's your right now. That's like your top love language, mm-hmm. just the thing that you want, you know, and and appreciate for me. Being that we have our two kids, yeah. But also, for respect for me looks like you know, you know what I like. Mm-hmm. I like things that are clean. Mm-hmm. I like things that are taken care of. I don't gotta walk into crazy situations. That looks like respect to me, mm-hmm. you know. So those those couple of things. That's good, babe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: What you got for me?
1: Um, let's see here. Uh, um, how about this one? What makes you feel heard and uh, understood when we communicate? What makes you feel heard and understood when we communicate?
0: Number one, I'm a body language person. Mm. So if I'm speaking with you and you're in your phone or you're like looking at the TV and I'm talking to you or um you're kind of like distant and y'all my husband has a a, a habit of that like after a while <laughs> <laughs> he would just zone off like he would just disconnect and I'm be, here there and everywhere No, you don't be here. You be there and everywhere. So, I guess I feel heard when you're in it with me, when you're in the conversation when I'm not just talking I feel to myself and you're here with me looking at me. That's fair. Really really there with me. Um and then I feel heard when there is action behind what I said. So like if we're having a conversation about something and it has something to do with I don't know Babe, I want to take a vacation in July or something. I'm like or like I'm tired and I'm I need a break. And you actually help that to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, "Oh, he heard me." Like he listened and he remembered or he knows this is how I feel. So those are the things when there's action behind the conversation. So it just didn't stop at us talking. It was like, "Oh, he heard me." He he got a babysitter and we going on a date tonight. So things like that.
1: So in the interest of navigating and responding to some of these things that we're talking about, can I respond to this one? Go ahead. Yes. Um, (laughs) Live and on the air of this wonderful, the business of marriage. Um, (laughs) So with that, like here's a, here's a challenge for me in this space. Um, When you share things um, often cases, I think you remember this six, seven years ago, I would say, man, you be sharing so much. I feel like I gotta fulfill it all.
0: True. So, like, how True. do like
1: how do I judge between I'm hungry and okay, like I gotta go to Steak and Shake and get you a burger. Like every time you say you're hungry, or like I'm hungry, but you're okay. Like you know what I'm saying. Like how do we navigate between all the re- what seem to be possible requests?
0: I think it's a conversation, right? You could be like. <laughs> So and you do this now. So let's just use the hungry one since you are going there. <laughs> you'd be like,
1: that's just an easy one, it is.
0: You yeah, you'll be like, so, babe, do you want me to get you some food right now? You like, you'll ask me the question, and mm-hmm. and I'll either say yes or no. Um, I think, and as men, right, y'all first default is to fix something, problem solve. Y'all are problem solvers, and sometimes I don't need the problem solve. But even just to have the discussion of like, do you want me to solve the problem? Means that you're listening to me, mean that you're hearing me. But ask me, though,
1: you know? Yeah. <laughs> like So, so that's, OK, so like just taking one step further, do I always have to be the initiator of the ask based on anything that you say that
0: sounds like a request? If you need clarity. Sure. If you need clarity, I'm having the discussion with you. I'm just talking about how I'm hungry. It's been a long day. And if in your heart of hearts, Mm -hmm. you're like, does she want me to go get her some food? (laughs) The clarity is on you. So then you ask the question that can get muddy (laughs) or not. I I don't, I don't see how it can get muddy. Right. Uh Because if you just ask, we talked about expectations with this same example Uh of being hungry. (laughs) We talked about expectations. I don't think it could get mucky. Just. Ask the question if you need clarity Right if you need clarity Then ask the question If I need clarity Then I'll make it clear I, I don't know like I, For me I'm very direct and you know that So if I physically Want you to get You'll some food me. I'll tell you but if you Want if like man she sounds like she Really wants me to go get her some food Just ask cause then I might I may Have not even been thinking like Oh, Sam is willing to go give me some food. So, sure. y'all, so,
1: y'all, this is what we're going to do. I'm I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. This is my uh, therapist uh, sharing of things that I would typically give a couple when I hear something like this. I'm going to give myself the, my own assignment. So over the next week, I am going to literally, you know, based on we're just talking about food today. Since we're talking <laughs> about food, I'm going to over the next seven days. Probably because we're my, hungry. When, well, yeah, you're hungry. When we when my wife says, um, you know, I'm hungry, right? I'm going to either use my own intuition and not say anything else because I have clarity that she's just hungry um, and or I'm going to ask and or she's going to be direct with me and I'm going to wait for it. So this is what I'm going to do over the next seven days and see how this goes. And then we're going to report back um, with the next podcast and tell you how that assignment went. That'll be our conversation starter. And then we'll see What kind of points we have from this.
0: Yeah. It wasn't even supposed to go this way. Well, it did. (laughs) (laughs) Your turn. Okay. (laughs) Um, what do you do to get yourself in a better mood Mm. when you are not feeling great?
1: Man. I think a lot of times I, uh, we talked about stress responses Mm -hmm. with uh, postpartum for dads. Great episode. Check it out. Um, I think my stress response in that kind of case when my mood is just low Mm -hmm. um, is to just kind of talk about here, there and everywhere. Go somewhere else Mm -hmm. in my mind, kind of flight in Mm -hmm. a sense or regress um, because that's where I'm going to decompress is just with myself in some space where I don't got to think about nothing, do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Other times I'll be really verbal and I'll just kind of talk about it with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether we're both present or not, a lot of times I'll just be sharing with you how I'm feeling, mm-hmm. um, and just see what you think about it.
0: So here's a question: What if you mad at me? What if that's a
1: whole that's a whole other episode? <laughs>
0: what if I'm stre- what if I'm causing the stress? Right. Who? To, what do you? How do you? Wh-
1: I I internalize it. I internalize horrible. it. Horrible. I do. That's why I tell, I tell a lot of people that I'm working with don't internalize and repress your anger issues or problems with your spouse mm-hmm. because often cases those things build up and then some moment is going to trigger that moment that build up and it's going to come out in one way or another. And often cases we do it in unhealthy ways. Mm-hmm. Um, But as you're, um, <laughs> uh, one thing that we do often cases is eventually I think you've, you've also, um, Learned enough about me yeah. to, and you know, like he's acting weird or my behavior drastically changes to be more like, um, avoidant yeah. or you know, like just my facial features. Cause you read body language too, mm-hmm. you know, that it's like, okay, something's going on with him. You know, to ask, yeah. you know, to pull it out of me. It's kind of like this whole food thing. It's like, okay, like you said something, um, and we're trying to figure out what you really need or mean or want asking the question because if you know your spouse, you know what to really do with them.
0: Will we ever get to a, a phase where we don't have to pull stuff out and we could or is that just personality based you think?
1: I think it's both. I think we can get to the space um a couple listeners that can get to a space where they kind of just be like, "Yo, um what's going on with you?" or mm-hmm. "How can I help you?" or "I notice this about you." Cuz that means you're paying attention. And yeah. sometimes showing that your spouse that you're paying attention means a lot it kind of goes into that love and respect
0: thing yeah and I feel like after so many years in the game like we shouldn't have to like pull things out let's just talk it's,
1: let's just it's true but also we can't get complacent complacency often cases res- reserves itself in marriage as you get older and growing and you feel like you don't have to do the things we talk about this all the time you don't have to do the things that kind of got you to that space mm-hmm. and and that goes in dating that goes in conversation that goes well I know my spouse and really we're always learning our mm-hmm. spouse and so sometimes it takes time to help people get out their yucky cores and their yucky uh boundaries and barriers and it, it may be beyond our own comprehension of how much time that takes right but I do agree it it shouldn't it, it shouldn't always be that way it should continually daily yearly monthly whatever. Continually get better when it comes to conversing. Right. Yep. I agree. My turn. My last question. Yep. Last question for the day from Mister Jones. Um. Ooh, this is a good one. This is a good one. I wanted to do a different one, but I'm gonna do this one. Um, how do you feel about supporting family members financially?
0: When we say support, uh huh, are we? Paying for them continuously? <laughs> or are if they hit a so,
1: so deal with it. Which one? So if we did a one time. Yeah. Okay, you're like, oh definitely.
0: Yeah. If we did a one time, I'm just like a family member hit a a hard spot and we have the money to help them, I'm like, sure, let's go. You family. You don't even gotta pay us back. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, mm-hmm. depending, just just maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be like the support, like the the sole provider of their finances. Uh huh. Unless there's something physically wrong with you, and like we're your caregivers at this time.
1: Mm.
0: But other than that, nope. We got enough. We got enough. <laughs> We got enough to support around here. Uh Um, But I I think it it varies based on situation, circumstance, family member, um, what's going on. But just to be like, I'm going to just support you financially. mm -mm. It it has to be a very, (laughs) a very, 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 very hard time. All right. What I want to know what you think.
1: I I, I mean, listen. <laughs> I I I have seen various examples, family and not family, of what it looks like to support. And so and and sometimes, like it just depends on where you agree in your own marriage as a couple of what you're going to do collectively, because um, how you individually support in one way, shape or another, pre before marriage may have to change once you do get married because you're now agreeing on what y'all doing with y'all money.
0: Right. And Mm -hmm. I think the big, the big word is agreement. Uh Like if we agree that we have the finances and we're in a financial place to support a family member based on whatever circumstances and we are like, this is what we're doing, then fine. But just. If there's not agreement, then don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen
1: various examples, personal, not personal. Where you know if there's not agreement and it can cause friction and mm-hmm. issues, and you're like, well, this is my this is my cousin, this is my auntie, and mm-hmm. this is well, why it's yours, and you ultimately that you are and you gonna impact the other person that you married to, yeah. And so it's better to have a house that ain't stricken in anger and frustration because of what y'all doing with y'all money, and and you have peace as opposed to not having peace, and you got somebody else that I don't care how close they is doing good. I mean, how, how close they are getting support and help and thanking you and all the things. But your your marriage is jacked up. Now you're not having no sex. Now it sucks. Yeah. Now it didn't disagree with you over other stuff that was more mild. Yeah. Have peace at home.
0: Yeah. And I think I think having those discuss, having this discussion is very true because people got parents. People have siblings. People have. And I think we've had those conversations before where we're like. If such and such, if my mom got sick and, you know, would she stay? If you're, you know, what, we've had these conversations and I think they're good to have because in the heat of the moment, you know, people not really thinking about, oh, let me talk to my spouse real quick when somebody, parent or sibling or whatever is in need. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's good to have those exactly. conversations. Exactly. All right. And the final question What are the top five things? You appreciate about me. what
1: kind of question
0: On It's right spot. here. Number six.
1: Oh, my gosh. All right. This so it should be easy, son. Yeah. yep. Yeah, top five things I appreciate about you. Uh, number one, I appreciate um, how you mother our kids. Um, that's huge. You know, you do a great job with that, um, which shouldn't be secondary to that. But at this time and season, it's, it's secondary is I appreciate how you take care of me. You know, you manage and take care of the house. You, you cook. You know, you you support. You provide in different aspects that I can't or don't do that, and so I appreciate that. I think a third thing is, um, I appreciate how you think towards different things. Your perspective, uh, your perspective is um, very authentic mm-hmm. um, to you and to your experience, and in that, it makes me think about things differently at times. Uh, number three. Number four, um, I would say number four for me, for you, I think I appreciate about you is I appreciate, um, kind of go back to perspective, your, your worldview, because it is so different. It also is challenging. me. Mm. It's challenging me to grow. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate how you challenge me to grow because in those spaces, it helps me, um, go about certain things in my life. Um, and it, it makes me sometimes double down on what I think or feel right. <laughs> yes. You know, they me double down on that. But also <laughs> then it also makes me feel like, um, when I'm out in the world, like, oh, I have to be aware of this perspective too, you know, and then that that's enriching. And then number five, which is again, kind of going back to what should be number one in our life. And I think it is, um, as we have gone about this, and it's a great way to end the podcast is I appreciate one of the main reasons why I came to get to know you and I appreciate your worship. I appreciate how you serve God. And I think for me, while it's five, the last shall be first. And (laughs) and in this space, I appreciate how you worship, how you serve God with your heart, with your mind that translates into how you help and serve people, you know, and, and, and how you help and serve us as a family. And I think that that's paramount in anything with anyone.
0: Oh baby, yeah. yeah, on, on the spot, on the spot, y'all. And I know that's hard because y'all, he he likes to think things through. Like he likes to have notes and stuff. Oh babe. <laughs> well we got to get off so <clears throat> so we can. Um, I'll just play. You guys, thank you for tuning in. We'll do this. We'll post the questions or the link to the questions that we asked each other because we did not come up with these these are you know sometimes you need to work smarter not harder exactly um we got these off of a website so you two can grab them and just have good conversation um it it was fun you saw it led to other things um and so we're just super excited y'all have a great weekend enjoy the weather get out have some fun and remember we love y'all over here at the business of marriage until next time Peace.